Baby, you almost knocked me down, man. The word is excuse me. Ah, uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. That only just knocked me down. You stepped on my brand new white Air Jordans that I just bought. And that's all you can say is excuse me. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Welcome to the Art of Living, where we advocate for introspection while helping you break generational habits so you can grow. And as always, I'm your host, Dave Clinton. The time has come to live your life to the fullest. It's time to embark on a new journey, a journey that leads to emotional growth and mental freedom. Welcome to The Art of Living with your host, Dave Clinton. What you just heard was a clip from the movie Do the Right Thing. And that was directed by the great Spike Lee. So that, that piece started where one character, a biker, was actually walking by with his bike and he accidentally stepped on a pedestrian's pair of Air Jordans. And this goes to show you the impact of the sneaker culture. Because when I was growing up, it was actually a cardinal sin to step on somebody's sneakers. But not just any pair of sneakers. The sneakers that signify something, that stood for something. I feel like the, the, the more elite the sneaker, the more of a different class you were in. So those sneakers kind of, they signified something because they were, they were worth more than just the sneaker itself. So I talk about that because sneaker culture has been something that's really been huge in the black culture. It, it's something that we kind of identify with and, and Jordan was someone who kind of overshadowed basketball with somebody that was worldwide, something that somebody that we looked at that we felt like we could be like. And even it was marketed that you could be like Mike. But today's episode is about mindset. And the reason why I brought up the Jordans and the sneaker culture is to to be Mike, it took more than just putting on the sneakers. Mike had a crazy work ethic. Like insane work ethic. So just slipping on those sneakers just make it. Like he had to get through missing tons of shots or not being the star player at North Carolina or coming into the league and and being looked at as like a one trick pony, you can only dribble and dunk. So he constantly evolved himself as a player. Whether it be, okay, you can't shoot threes and Next summer he come back, or next season he come back and be able to shoot threes, or he couldn't be a defensive player and he'd win defensive player of the year numerous years. So it, it takes a, a great will and a great level of dedication to your craft to accomplish these things. Like he even went outside of just a normal trainer and found a trainer that would do unorthodox ways of doing things because you have to attack certain things with a different mindset. So speaking about mindset, I've always associated myself with not being able to read as fast as other people or learn as fast as other people or there's different things you you associate yourself with and tell yourself that are a negative mindset, but I'll get into that in the next episode. So I was kind of self-conscious about the way I digest the information and I would look around the class to see the other kids' expressions and see if they're having issues with the same things too. 
and in my mind, I was trying to see if the kids were confused, and I was hoping to God that somebody would raise their hand and, and say why the equal sign was on the opposite, opposite side of that equation. But instead, I, I kept quiet, and I tried to act like I was learning, and it ended up making me kind of hate math, and, and, and it fueled my beliefs that I was just I'm bad at math. I'm not a math person. I would, I would almost say that, sometimes I still say that to this day, I'm just not good at math. So let's go back three years ago. Uh, I was trying to help my child with ADHD. So I read this book on um, cognitive behavior by Lawrence Wallace. And it was in there, I was kind of introduced to the VARC learning method. And for those who are not familiar with it, it stands for like visual, audio, reading, and kinesthetics. And I'm not gonna go into each one, but, but that kind of changed my life. I found that I learned faster if I can see visuals and reinforce that with kinesthetic or real-life examples of the subject. But my parents were kind of huge on reading, but that wasn't my, my learning style. They would always say that you, you've got to read, you got to read non-stop, and the reason why I'm not retaining is because uh, uh, I'm not reading enough, and which is to a degree, I think, true, but I also learned that I need to back up those that those words with visuals. And when I use visuals, it kind of helps me to see the words better. So another thing about mindset that I feel is totally overlooked is, is change and how people view change. Like change is by far like one of the biggest fears, one of my big one of my biggest fears time to and it took me time to learn to construct the narrative different instead of like oh this sucks oh i don't really want to i don't know learn excel now I, I look at it as like okay i get to learn excel i get to take on something new and figure out all the pieces and put my own spin on it or do something creative with it that somebody else probably wouldn't do it so i make it exciting in my mind and more or less and less of this task, this thing that I hate doing. Uh, a good example, like take take your phone. You get your phone, you put out the package, you're amped to get it, you, you, you throw your title on, or whatever five apps out of a hundred that you, you swear you're gonna use. And then maybe like two months later, it's that little red dot next to that cog, and it's it's telling you it's time for an update. So you what do you do? You ignore it. Why? Because someone probably told you that this updates the devil or you hear a buddy talking about the update like it's the worst thing in the world since like climate change but it's all fear-based it's all something that's kind of like in your head that you'll feel like it's just going to change this this comfortable thing that you wake up to every day and you know where certain things are and there's the home buttons the way it is and nothing's going to be changed you like that but you don't really know if you won't like when you update your phone that it's actually more functional or better for the way you you holistically work i also feel how you frame things and how people around you frame things too because i, I definitely feel like energy is a vibration i feel like energy is something that whether you know it or not if you're around somebody and their their energy is is off 
your energy is going to be off. It's, it's kind of like how you mirror someone when you're talking to them. You're really talking to somebody, you're in the conversation, and they might frown, you'll frown. And you'll feel your stuff, you'll feel your forehead, and, and, and you'll feel like the tension in it because you're taking on and mirroring that person's uh, emotions. And we, we all know, like, the different negative people that you can be around. Like, you could be watching, in the middle of watching, like, Nat Geo and baby seals being birthed and someone to chime in. You know 97% of seal pups die anyway, so why are you watching that shit? So sometimes it's also the inner critic, too. For me, it's that voice that tells me I'm not good enough or, or I'm an imposter. I'm not going to be a... Why would I want to be a podcaster? Why would I want to put stuff out there? Because no one's going to listen to it anyway. And the best way I feel you can overcome these things is by starting at the ground level of anything you're trying to approach. I start by learning the rules to editing. I, I take it one keyboard shortcut every day. I, I take one keyboard shortcut and I use it in my videos. And I'm editing in Final Pro. And I incorporate it into the video that I made. Then I, I watch a YouTube video on that, that keyboard shortcut and how different people use it. And then the fear or that daunting task of learning Final Cut Pro, because Final Cut Pro has so many different shortcuts, so many different ways, it's endless. It's like going down a rabbit hole. But I know that in order for me to be creative the way I want to be creative, I have to learn the keys. I have to learn what each key, key does and less clicks because mouse clicks spends more time searching for like a button or a sequence when you can just do a keyboard shortcut and be more efficient and faster so it's just learning the basics like and not letting your ego dictate you know i'm gonna be steven spielberg and i'm gonna be able to edit in one year like it sounds real good until life kicks in and you get punched in the mouth and you know like mike tyson said everybody got a plan until you get hit in the mouth the last thing i kind of want to touch on is learning like childlike because children children have an easy time to digesting information because their mind's not populated with all this prior, prior knowledge, knowledge to the subject, to the subject. and they just go in and they just learn they take that knowledge and play and and then they test the boundaries of impossible versus possible and and only time like a kid might not like play or exploring this one like a parent coming like hey that sounds good but that's not how you use that but for them it's all experimenting and if you take life like a child and just experiment and not get locked into the ego and how an idea might make you look it's 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 a different perspective and it and having a different mindset is about taking different perspectives to whatever goal or topic you want to want to learn not just memorizing a bunch of shit like it's taking different aspects like taking that that thing and turning it around 360 and looking at it from different views like I, I call it the next thing like the light bulb effect like people who love to glorify uh, the the light bulb invention and champion Jefferson like he accomplished this overnight no one talks about like the 30 assistants he had the numerous failed inventions the countless cities he visited, learning calligraphy and in various subjects. Uh, all you hear people talk about is talent. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you this. And I'm not going to tell you what it is till after. But this person featured uh, mixing track work 
basketball skills and weightlifting. His off-season workout has been called the 666 program because he spends two hours running, two hours playing basketball, and two hours weightlifting. For a total of six hours a day, six times a week for six months. Now that's Kobe Bryant's workout. And he did that because he wanted to top Michael's workout. Like he was that competitive. Like he would look at people's footwork. That's how he knew how they were going to defend him. And he knew different people's footwork. Like different people's feet would fan out differently when they're defending him. So he knew how to attack that. Like he was big on the nuances. And that's what made him so great. He knew, and, and a lot of greats, they know the nuances of things. Now, that doesn't just seem like talent to me. That it, it sounds like a shitload of hard work that the average person just doesn't want to do. The learning mindset, it's basically seeing how far you can push yourself sometimes. Like sometimes you're going to push yourself to exhaustion. And sometimes you're going to make breakthroughs. You're going to see things that you're like, damn, that I didn't really know I could do that. Like take today, for instance, like I really wasn't going to release this podcast today. I, I recorded a podcast like two days ago and I was rushing to edit uh, my brother's YouTube channel and then rushed. I didn't save it the way I thought I saved it. I thought I hit save, but I didn't. And when I closed the application, I lost the whole podcast. And I was like, you know what? I'm having a bad day today. I don't feel like doing this. I'm just not in the mood. But I was like, let me just turn on the mic and see what happens. And, and here we are. Like, I really figured out that sometimes you just got to push yourself. Like, sometimes you just got to see what happens. Like, this, I didn't say I was going to record the whole podcast. I said, I'm just going to do a paragraph and ended up doing a whole session. So just to kind of recap. I would say, one, find out how you learn. Because you might think you know how you learn, but until you find out and really explore how you digest information, you'll probably make it things ten times harder. And two, embrace change. I mean, it's real cliche and everyone says it. And I have a problem with it too sometimes, so I'm not going to sit here and act like, I'm this master of change. Like this, sometimes some days I fail and some days I don't. I talked to my friend today and she's like, I'm, I, I haven't picked up my book. I'm like, hey, what's going on with your book? Did you write? And she's like, no, I haven't picked up. But I think she's really talented and she goes through the same thing that I go through. And she just didn't do it for a couple of days. And sometimes I don't do things for a couple of days and I lay off on it. And then I'm like, you know what? It's a wrap. Like it's, I'll probably just forget it anyway. I'll get back to it later. But it's, it's just really accepting the fact that it's not going to be perfect every day. And some days it's going to suck. Some days it's going to be great. Just embrace the change, man. Embrace it. And the third is childlike play. Because kids look at things differently. They don't, they don't really look at things the same way adults do. And, and it's, there's no such thing as can't or impossible to them. And that's the way you got to feel. Because the real people that make it, like... The Jim Carries that were homeless, that didn't have anything, were living in cars. And they, they have to have a belief so strong. Because if you're homeless, you just, you're, you're happy if you get something to eat. Let's not think you're going to be an actor. So think like a child.
with that, I want to thank you for listening to All of Living. Please subscribe to this show and be the first to hit new episodes packed with inspiring stories from those who have overcome personal obstacles, fears, and judgment to live their life with emotional intelligence. Always remember, your fate is not determined by the prison of your mind. We out of here. One.